It's dreaming. Hey there, it's Tardy to the Party, Belmont, and then Chronologically through the Disney Through the Decades section on the Disney Plus service. You go to the search bar, you go to the Disney Through the Decades section, and you click on that, and they've got a selection of cartoons and movies, and they're just like, I don't know, just throw whatever on there. Because it don't make a lick of sense. I think they just put Lady and the Tramp in. I don't remember seeing Lady and the Tramp in there before, but now it's in our our fucking... It's blocking our path to the horizon, and I'm upset. Oh, man, that cartoon sucks. Uh, Lady and the Tramp is fucking... I just rewatched that with friends, like, two Mm. years ago, and it was boring as shit. Maybe the worst Disney animated film I've ever seen. Um, Yeah. Second runner-up, <laughs> maybe Alice in Wonderland. What? No. Yeah, but today we're talking about 1951's Alice in Wonderland, directed by a whole bunch of random people. Uh. You can't say that when Dumbo exists. Was that? You can't say that when Dumbo exists. That's nah, actually. Oh, you shit. That's right. I forgot. Like Dumbo. Which is worse, Dumbo or Lady and the Tramp? Lady oh, the Tramp, man. at least, I was about to say, Lady and the Tramp doesn't have racism, it just has different kind of racism with the, with the, like, the Siamese cat. <laughs> Siamese. Oh my god, but, I forgot But Dumbo also, Dumbo also has the pink elephants, which is at least one part that's enjoyable to I watch. Mean, but, yeah, I mean, Lady and the Tramp is just a slog through the entire thing. I, I mean, it does have nice animation, Lady and the Tramp, but yeah. And it's also like fucking 1910 white people shit. At least circus stuff is slightly more interesting. Than like fucking meet me in St. Louis fucking horse shit, but uh yeah, at least we're not talking about either of those today. If we get past Lady mm-hmm. in the Tramp, oh, it's kind of the, the terrible thing is Lady in the Tramp is kind of towards the end of the Golden Disney Disney Golden Age of Animation. So once we kind of get past that, we're also getting past like the stuff that everyone loves and remembers in terms of Disney animation. And one of those things, inexplicably. I don't want to shit. It's not like Alice in Wonderland is aw- like totally terrible. I like it all right. I don't, not, you, it depends. It depends. Here, here, the thing. It depends on what you're coming to it. For. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, it doesn't really have a plot. It's just Alice Wonderland. That is tripping, tripping balls. That is the one thing I've always heard. That that was one of the smartest things I've ever heard Walt Disney say was. I guess years later after this movie came out, I guess this movie was a bomb. I didn't realize that because we were just we just talked about Cinderella just recently. And that was Disney's first attempt since World War Two to try to get back to uh, trying to recapture the magic of Snow White. We're like, OK, we're going to do another fairy tale. We're going to do it exactly like we did Snow White. We're going to see what happens. And they did it. And it was huge success. Made enough money that they could start work on like Disneyland and bullshit. And this is the, <laughs> fucking Alice in Wonderland was the next film after that. This movie like made didn't it made uh, almost made its uh, budget back, but it did not make a profit. And mm-hmm. it's because it's not <laughs> there's no there's no fucking story. Walt Disney, looking back on this movie years later, said that the problem with Alice in Wonderland as a story, it's just a girl and a nut house for two hours. Which yeah, yeah. there's no story structure, there's no character arcs. The th- ironically, the thing that makes it perfectly suited for animation, all the crazy imagery, is also the thing that kind of kills it as a movie. Because yeah, there's no story structure, there's no, there's no stakes. You can't get emotionally invested. Literally, aside from like the first ten minutes of this movie and the last ten minutes, you could just rearrange any scene in this movie and it would not have any impact on on. There, well, there is no story. It's just a random. It's essentially. It's almost. Man, I would almost even argue that like. 
I would say, like, this, like, it's almost like Fantasia, except you have a main character who's walking through all the different vignettes of a Fantasia movie. Except at least in Fantasia, the individual vignettes would have a kind of story end of itself. Like, just even the fucking, <laughs> the fucking, what was the Fantasia, no, what, it wasn't Fantasia, was it, like, one of the, uh, Three Caballeros cartoons kind of turns into leftover bits from Fantasia. Like, and there was, like, a story about, like, a thunderstorm fucks up a tree. That, that cartoon, with no characters in it, no, li no living beings except for this one tree, has more of a character story arc in that one little cartoon than this whole Alice in Wonderland thing does. And so, mm -hmm. and also, I like how you're, like, trying to defend Alice in Wonderland when last night you hit me up. You're like, hey, Bill. Uh, you got a copy of Alice in Wonderland <laughs> so I can watch it at double speed. And yeah. I was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> I'm just watching this on Disney Plus like everyone else. So even yeah. you, who is going to stick up and defend Alice in Wonderland, is like, I got to watch this fast. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've seen it. The well, that's the time, other thing. So. This is the first time I've actually sat down and watched all of Alice in Wonderland. So I'm, I thought I had seen at least like half of this before. No! Yeah. There's all kinds of shit. I'm watching this going, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? <laughs> and not necessarily in the great way that the Disney people would want a person to. But yeah, I guess this mm. movie performed so badly that they did not re-release -re this theatrically for 20 plus years. It wasn't until like the mid-70s when Disney, I guess this is after they re-released -re Fantasia a couple times and they realized, oh my god, all these kids dropping acid or like going nuts seeing Fantasia, we'll do the same thing with Alice in yeah. Wonderland. And they I supposedly they promoted this movie with, like, radio spots with, like, the, the was it Jefferson Jefferson Starships? Jefferson Airplanes? Uh, White Rabbit? One thing makes you smaller. Oh, yeah, that fucking uh, that fucking song. And so, but they, they took advantage. Hey, do you have a movie set in the 60s? You gotta Well, that's if you're doing the hippie stuff, but if it's the Vietnam stuff, then you also gotta have to have Fortunate Son. You gotta have one or two of yeah. those songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if it's about hippies going off to war? You get both. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if you girl talk medley going from the. the one, one thing makes you smaller, too. Oh, yeah, it ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> Helicopter sound. It's Vietnam. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, um, I'm always kind of, I have a vague interest in maybe trying to check out the two books, Alice books some days, but like... Oh, I grew up on them. Yeah, are they any good? Is it is it just yeah, like this where it's just right. random shit for like 300 pages and kinda. then it ends? Oh, There's okay. a lot of poems thrown in there. Yeah. What? And stuff. I, I, I don't, I haven't read them as an adult, so it's hard for me to say if they're any good, but I mean, they're short. Man. It's not like they're long. <laughs> I went to bed last night. I was reading... Wikipedia. Congratulations. I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to bed last night reading the Wikipedia entry for this movie, which took me to the Wikipedia mm -hmm. entry for the original books, which took me to the original, like, the thing about how, like, I guess Alice Little, who was the little girl who, uh, fucking Lewis Carroll, not really based Alice on, but, like, he knew a little girl named Alice, and he was just like, oh, I'll make a story called Alice in Wonderland. I guess there's a whole thing about how, like, when she was older, she wound up meeting the kid Peter, who was the, like, the namesake for Peter Pan. 
at a thing, mm. and someone wrote a play about that, and that got me reading about all oh. the real-life inspirations for all these kids, like, Victorian fairy tales and shit like that. I bet that was a banger. Uh, it's... That play about <laughs> Alice meeting Peter in real life mm -hmm. was written by the same guy who wrote Gladiator. He's a terrible screenwriter, so I guess he decided to write a screenplay about... Ah, what a, who gives a shit? What the fuck am I blabbing about? <laughs> this but, is all very important. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland! It's, it's stupid! And there's ducks and geese no. in a lake. It's fucking... You what? know what I do like? Okay, this is an improvement, though. This is, uh, this is the first thing we've seen where Mark Davis... The animator who draws the sexy mm -hmm. ladies, he's freely mm -hmm. getting involved. He's obviously the kind of character designer of Alice, which I just realized makes me sound a real like a pedo. <laughs> which, hey, we're talking about Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> hey, Alice, she got them <laughs> thick calves, you know? And you know, know this tiny little dainty does. feet? It is mm. weird how she has, like, weirdly, like, chunky gams. Like, because she's obviously supposed to be, like, a 13-year-old girl, but, like, the way they... She's really kind of, like, a bottom-heavy uh, bottom character design. She's a bottom-heavy character. <laughs> that, well, that's that's my Dr. Seuss... Or my fucking Alice in Wonderland is the bear carry carrier design. The fuck? I need... I, <laughs> I had a smoothie for that's breakfast, and it's rotting out my this brain. Is brain. This thing <laughs> melted your brain. No, but Mark Davis, at least Alice has a character design, unlike, unlike Cinderella, yeah. who is just, like, mush-faced. Um, I do like both the character design for um, uh, Alice, which I guess was like popular enough that like a lot of people who make uh which is i forgot this is technically the second alice in wonderland cover because we did what like the 1986 tv movie version of alice in wonderland yeah was that what that was 19 1985 something like that yeah how did but we yeah. end up talking about that was that i wanted to torture you. <laughs> So at least we have a slight basis for comparison. It was funny because, like, I, again, I don't really know much about the story of Alice in Wonderland, but there was a part where, like, the, 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 the Bill the Snake shows up, but I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that from the other live-action version we watched, and, yeah, it was kind of funny yeah. to remember. It's, it's, it's weird that my, my basis for some comparison for, like, things that happened to Alice in Wonderland is just based off the shitty 80s TV movie version of but, deeply, deeply uh, shitty. But yeah, I guess. Uh, like, well, I guess also because this movie not only did the character design for Alice kind of become a thing that a lot of other productions copied, but I guess the Cheshire Cat, which was something that had been omitted in most adaptations of Alice in Wonderland, uh, mm -hmm. the popularity of the Cheshire Cat as a result of this movie is like, well, I guess after this, everyone felt obligated to have some kind of Cheshire Cat uh, of their own, which is funny because the Cheshire Cat's barely in this movie. Uh, aside yeah. from the very ending, but like no, anyway, Alice. I like her, Alice's character design. She's obviously designed by Mark Davis, so she's got an actual character design, and I really like her behavior because mm -hmm. it's not like she has a super strong character, uh, you know, like how she acts or anything like that. But I do like the fact that she's kind of funny and goofy, but also kind of haughty and kind of, but not so much to be annoying. I. <laughs> For someone who is the cent the, the only real emotional core of this movie, I kind of like her. And I saw people c complaining about how there's one scene towards, like, two-thirds of the way through the movie where she kind of breaks down crying. Because she's so mm -hmm. frustrated by everything that's going on. People are like, that seems to come from out of the blue. I'm like, no, that makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, she's... I, like, I, she feels kind of like... She's been dealing with all these crazy assholes. She feels the same way I do about two-thirds of the way through this movie. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Where's the end of the story? But... We, I, yeah, well, we can start from the beginning. Come on, do beat by beat. Oh, God. oh yeah. yeah. 
Uh, some little women is reading a book. <laughs> it it sounds like the most boring book I've ever read. Like, I've ever heard. Yeah, she's like really realistic, kind of. I guess it's Alice's sister. Yeah, she's mm. under a tree, and yeah, she looks like weirdly. Like, doesn't seem like she belongs in this animated universe. Something about her character design a little bit too realistic, even compared to Alice, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Alice says his line, she's like, Hey, this shit sucks, there aren't any features to look at. And, I already and like Alice, Alice right there. <laughs> she says in her world, cats wouldn't say meow, they'd say, Yes, Miss Alice, no, Miss Alice, punish me more, Miss Alice. Then she sings a song about wishing the world was her wonderland. Um, okay. mm -hmm. on Disney Plus, there's like one or two little making of things in the extras uh, thing. Uh, and one of it's uh, from a video that was obviously made in like 1986, where the, the lady who did the voice for Alice, who I guess she was only, yeah, she really was only like kind of 13 or whatever when they made this movie. Uh, she was both the voice and she was the person who did all the, I almost wanted to say motion capture, but um, she also was in the costume reference for the reference. Footage. Yeah, which, there's a lot of, this is very reference footage, kind of, like, the way she's moving a lot in a lot of these scenes can kind of tell it's not quite rotoscope, but it's pretty close. Uh, but she was talking about how originally there was a song here that was much more, um, much more designed for an actual singer. Uh, but Walt mm -hmm. Disney liked her personality enough that he was like, we want you to be our Alice, despite the fact that you can't really sing because we just like your personality enough. And so they had to come back and come up with this, a song where she's not really singing as much as she's just like, I like the roses. Da -ba -da -ba -da. Like, it's more like a little singy-songy thing, thing rather than an actual, like, I'm belting out a performance song, which I thought was kind of yeah. cute. And even that, she doesn't necessarily sing it all that well. So that's kind of charming. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Makes her feel like a little Maybe more that's like a why person. She doesn't... Maybe that's why she doesn't sing in Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. Which I had no idea she was in Peter Pan, too, which I've realized that's looming on the horizon, too, which I do not care much for that Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. What are you talking about? It's, it's got no touchy subjects at all in there. Oh, no. How many fucking red alarms are going to be on that in terms of... <laughs> uh, the red man... Oh, God, is it just Indian, racist, Native American? Oh, well, we'll find out soon. But we'll talk we'll about figure, it. We'll find out for ourselves soon enough. Yeah, um, she touches the water, it ripples, and then there's a rabbit wearing a waistcoat and a watch, and he's running, complaining about how he's got no time to say hello, goodbye, he's late. <laughs> and Alice is like, well, I, I gotta know where this well, is headed. It's great, because so her reaction isn't so much, oh my god, there's a bunny rabbit talking, as much as she's like, oh, why is he late? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's already game for this, I kind of like that, yeah, she's like... What the hell could a rabbit be late for? Yeah, and so she goes down a hole... Falls down mm -hmm. a hole, and instead of being alarmed by the fact that she's falling forever, it almost pre—it's almost like a preview of the joke in Bill and Ted, where they fall forever, and they're just like, "Oh wow, this is a really deep hole." She just kind of waves goodbye to her cat as she seems to be yeah. falling to her own death. Yeah. And like I looked yeah. at, Alice just rolls with the punches in this movie. I really appreciate. Oh it. yeah. At least until she breaks down later, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. But luckily for her, her dress pops open and she gets to float on Which, down. That's cute. That's also yeah, kind of yeah. like, how, how does that feel good or bad on your lady part? So you're just kind of floating for her. Anyway. I mean, it's the old timey stuff, so she's got 50 layers under there. Yeah, so exactly. She yeah. Can't... I'm surprised she doesn't like... have, like, yeah, like an actual, like, support. Like, <laughs> I'm almost surprised it wasn't designed as, as like, a natural flotation device. 
She eventually flips upside down, reaches the bottom where she's hanging on a bar. She's a white rabbit running away. She chases him. Opens a series of doors and the last one screams when she tries to turn the knob because he's alive. And he says, you can't go through. It's simply impassable. I saw that there's a thing about how it's actually an anachronism because doorknobs weren't invented until like... 1987 <gasps> or something like that. I'm like, I never occurred to me that someone had to invent the doorknob and or it had been invented within like the last 150 years. But anyway, yeah. And uh, he tells her, try the bottle on the table. She, she mills it over talking about how you shouldn't drink poison. But whatever, I just drink it up <laughs> anyway. Slurp, drink. slurp. Again, Alice is rolling with the punches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now she's, she shrinks down. She gets all small. She says she's just the right size, but he's like, hey, no, no, no. Forgot to tell you I'm locked, asshole. You left the key on the table. <laughs> I do like when she shrinks. Like, they do a really good mm -hmm. job of, again, this must have been a prop they had for, like, reference footage. But, like, the ticket, the, the drink me ticket on the drink, like, flutters down on top of her. And she has to, like, wrestle out from underneath. That just looks really nice. Mm -hmm. They really do a good job selling the tiny There's... scale that she's suddenly at. But then, yeah, the key There's... just suddenly appears, yeah. There's also a little bit of animation, I think. I think it's this scene where she gets exasperated seeing the key up there and she, like, rubs her hand up her face. And the way they drew the wrinkle of her nose and everything, I've always been impressed by. Yeah. I mean, it's basic shit, but it's still... There's <laughs> they one... went a little bit extra. There's one thing they keep on doing where they kind of... When she's kind of drawn at a slightly three-quarters perspective at a profile, mm -hmm. but a little bit behind her face a little bit. Where they draw this line on her cheek that kind of makes it look like she's turning it prematurely into an old woman. Which, I appreciate mm. they kept in there because it's not necessarily an attractive thing, but they kind of do it consistently enough. You really kind of you get it as a feel for like how her face is moving in 3D. And it's one of those things they probably wouldn't have put in if they weren't referenced, so heavily referencing live-action footage for this. But yeah, those are the kind of nice little things you get when... When you've got live action reference to key off of, but yeah. No, yeah, no, like I said, little bits of acting like that. You can really feel yeah. the performance they, of the lady. You can, you can not like this movie, that's fine, but it's, the animation in it is really Well, and really which is good, good, because that's half the reason this movie exists anyway. It's just like, yeah, a bunch of animation experiments and stuff. And hey, <laughs> we like to hate on her, but the one thing we don't, uh, uh, we do compliment her on is Marion Blair did the colors for this. And it so. looks, you can totally tell, and it looks gorgeous as a result. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I could even feel the impact of Mary Blair's color design, even on the character design of Alice with the black Mary Janes and the little black uh thing in her hair just kind of like add, it just again just nice contrast against the like the nice sky blue of her dress and the yellow of her hair and stuff and i don't know if it's walt disney or what but is the original books like this where like every other scene she's changing size that is yeah, the one thing i was like man someone's got a weird sexual fetish because it keeps on happening it's like the one gimmick this movie's got but yeah, so like, she... uh, the, it, it's weirder because like the scene where she gets big and the um, uh, uh, the bird calls her a serpent. Yeah, that's because it, her neck is actually super long in that scene. <laughs> really? Like she doesn't yeah. change size. It's just like she gets. She, she, I mean, she gets really long, but her it's because her oh, she got all lengthened man. out. I would have loved to have seen that because that would have been grotesque as hell. That would have been amazing to see. I mean, it's in the. You can see the image on the original art. Oh, I'll have to check that book. out. Yeah, but so yeah. what? She eats. Uh, how does she get big again? What? So then he's like, "Hey, okay, just don't worry about. It. Try that. Try the food right there." And she sees a bunch of. of I guess she uh, must climb up or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
No, she doesn't climb up. She sees a bunch of food on the floor. Oh, she's on the floor. Okay. And the doorknob's like, hey, eat that. um, So she eats one, grows as big as the room, and the doorknob says, damn, that's a big bitch. (laughs) So she starts to cry. Her tears flood the room, and the it's, doorknob's like, fucking shit, damn girl, drink the bottle! It's oh, really bottle. weird, because in order to make the gag work, she has to cry. Oh, she's already randomly crying so much for no reason. But they have to animate, like, all of this, this rain of teardrops coming off of her face, mm. which looks completely unrealistic. But it's because they have to sell the gag. And the I want realism like, in my damn cartoons. No, but, like, it's funny, because, like I said, we like they, they, they were so realistically... They're already doing such a good job of realistically capturing that girl's performance through the animation but then mm-hmm. something like this where like just it's just teardrops are falling out of her eyeballs like a fire hose it just looks unnatural but yeah, yeah. but that's the gag because i need the room to flood and it's a whole thing yeah, yeah and then she takes a sip of the bottle and shrinks down falling inside the bottle yeah and there's the doorknob opens his mouth and she gets sucked through into an ocean disney's yeah. effects department's doing a really good job with like just like making her look like she's in transparency uh, you know, glass thing in the water and bobbling around, and yeah, she goes through the. Uh, was it? She just floats through the keyhole. Yeah, yeah. he you know, opens his mouth. And, uh, kind of weird. Now she's, she's floating around, seeing various animals and such. Yeah, there's like a dodo who's like riding on the butt of a, like a crow that's upside down, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you get three. She... There's a, there's a there's a log with a a pelican, an owl, and it almost looks like Joe Carioca from mm-hmm. and i almost kind of wonder because it's the same the colors of the birds are like the same thing as the three caballeros i don't know if that was an intentional reference but i uh, suppose that joe karaoke shows up for one shot during the trial later like it's actually him uh, where he's wearing the hat and everything s- like that but oh i didn't see the hat i just saw the green bird uh, kind of yeah. looking dude but whatever but uh, I, that's, that's kind of the problem anytime disney draws a parrot now it's just gonna look like joe karaoke that's like, yeah that's their stock parrot design you know Anyway. Yep, she eventually floats to uh, Dodo cheering on a bunch of animals running around in a circle. It's a caucus race. You gotta run to get dry, but the waves keep washing over them. And they don't never get dry. Which I guess is the thing. <laughs> also, one of the problems with Alice in Wonderland is there's a lot of really old references that make no sense to current day stuff. Yeah, 150 like, years word... later in America, like where it's wordplay yeah, wor- that's word just like... play and shit, and you're like, what? I, get... I don't know if that's a thing in Wonderland or if that's a thing that was a joke at the time. Somebody right around here says, button, button, who's got the button? And I was like, what is, because I've heard that phrase before. And I had to look it up, and mm-hmm. that's actually a game in England. That like, mm. but it's literally like button button. Who's got the button? Which I did look up, and that it has been referenced on a whole bunch of shit. I think the reason I know it is because Spike from Buffy said it once in a thing, and that kind of stuck in my head. But yeah, it's, that's totally a thing. That like, unless you're like a Victorian orphan, <laughs> you're not gonna know what the hell that yeah. is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it sounds like a real fun game. Who's <laughs> button, got the button? button? Who got the button? Yeah, Jesus. Um. Your your wheel and stick break. <laughs> Good gravy. I gotta get on my bicycle with the front wheel that's the size of a two-story building. <laughs> so the uh, she sees the white rabbit wash up on shore and she starts following him because she's curious where he's going. And then she runs into a couple of real dorks, Tweedledum and Tweedledee. The first of a series of va- wildly unappealing character designs. They look like they're kind of like the sons of. The queen at the end, which I already bitched about before, about how much I do not like the character design of the queen because she just looks so ugly. <laughs> it just 
Yeah, and these guys are both like. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the original artwork? For oh them? yeah, and it was a what's his name, Tennille or whatever the guy. Like he draws everyone all fucked up. I definitely, especially like his art for like the Mad Hatter and stuff. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, kind of would have been kind of interesting if they had embraced the fact that this animation. They could have just made it look more like that. Well, well, that would have been kind of grotesque. Which is more upsetting to look at Tweedledum and Tweedledee in this, or the Tweedledum and Tweedledee in the, uh... Nothing but trouble? Tim Burton one. Oh, God, yeah, we're like little fat babies. I, not yeah. that I've actually seen that movie. In fact, I Me actually... Me either, my, because why the hell would you? My audio file, as we're recording, is in GarageBand, is episode 276, Alice in Wonderland, Disney, the good one. <laughs> Just because yeah. I forgot about the Tim Burton. Which is the Tim Burton movie isn't even actual like a remake as much of as the sequel that's kind of also yes. acting as a remake but like because yeah she's mm -hmm. coming back to wonderland but yeah i guess the idea is that that they are supposed to be like grown adult men who are dressed like little kids like but again like little victorian baby kids yeah mm -hmm. and yeah they just come out but yeah it's totally yeah yeah that's kind of i'm thinking about movies that are kind of like alice in wonderland they're they're boring stories like nothing but troubles another thing and they had kind of have a tweedledum was it Bobo and Little Devil? <laughs> Anything that, I'm thinking about Nothing But Trouble, the movie. Oh, Yeah, well, they kind of have a Tweedledum and Tweedledumber kind of characters, too, where it's yeah. two giant man-babies, literally, yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> now imagine these characters both played by, like, Dan Aykroyd in a diaper. Man. So they're like, hey, we aren't wax, and you should say hello. Let's play a game of hide and seek and talk and have fun. And they ramble, and she says, nah, I gotta go. I'm following White Rabbit because I'm curious where he's going. And they're like, that's a shame. Oh, curiosity, that's what got them. It's very tragic. And she's like, what are you talking about, fools? And they sit her down, and they tell her the story of the walrus and the carpenter. And the movie just suddenly decides to take a break for the next ten minutes. And says, what I if guess, we just show yeah. you a whole other thing that has nothing to do with the plot? Um, this is also, this Tweedledum and Tweedledee is also from Looking Glass, not from oh, okay, uh, that, Wonderland. That makes but. sense, yeah. Um, it's weird that there's no Jabberwocky in this. I think that, well, he was only a poem. He was only in a he poem. He never shows in up the in the actual books. books, he's just referenced, he's no. not like a character. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know, um... Is that the one the Cheshire Cat is he's reciting the slithy toves and stuff like that? So uh, there is a uh, reference to the yeah. poem in this. I don't even, I don't yeah. think he specifically even mentions the Jabberwocky by name, but oh okay. No. Oh okay, I had no idea. I just assumed the Jabberwocky was a monster she had to fight or something like that. Okay. No, no. Anyway. But yeah. Oh, the waters in the carpenter were walking close at hand. Uh, whatever. I could re I could recite the poem, but I'm not gonna. Aww. They're just hungry as hell. The carpenter wanted, spotted some oysters underwater, baby oysters, and is like, oh, they're delicious. So the walrus went down there and was like, hey, you want to take a walk with us? Perfect strangers? Come on. Come on, baby. Be cool. So is, is, so is the whole story just told as a poem within the book? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I just assumed that, like, Disney had come up with, like, a little ten-minute short that maybe they were going to use as, like, a preface to the movie, but then they decided to put it in the movie itself. Oh, spoilers no. too. I guess this movie was a, a double feature with Hell's Hell's Half Acre. Nature's Hell's half, Angels. <laughs> Nature's yeah. Half Acre, which we just talked about recently. But oh, okay, okay. I'm glad that at least I'm kind of happy knowing that at least this this is actually from the book. So okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, their oysters mom is like, nah, 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 nah. It's not time to take a walk. Don't be stupid. It's March. 
But the walrus is like, hey, cabbages and kings, baby. Cabbages and kings. Which... And that was enough for all the oysters to follow him out of the water on the shore. I guess cabbages and kings We're... is the thing. Also, I am... when she says March, like the mm -hmm. R and the word March on the calendar next to her vibrates, which I guess is a thing about how <sighs> you're only supposed to eat clams in months with an R in it, because that's when it's going to uh -huh. be cold enough that they're not going to rot real quick. Because I guess yeah. in May, June, July, and August, it's too hot, so that's you should why... be eating shellfish in England at the time. So. Yeah, that's because that's why Hooters has the R in the name, because you can always get oysters there. What? I went to Hooters once, what? because somebody what? went what? there for a birthday. They, they know and... Hooters! What? Yeah, okay, huh? go ahead, you're telling your story. And... And one of the things I noticed there, which it, it seems like all of Hooters exists for a slightly above average chicks to walk around with a platter with a bunch of oyster shooters on it and try to convince dumb dudes to try it. Really? That's the thing? They're just walking around with, like, Yeah, we're just walking seafood? around with a platter of, of oysters uh. and being like, eh? Oh, because I... And, I'm... And I <laughs> Some people would be like, oh, well, yeah. Isn't oyster uh, supposed to be like a sex thing? Like, it's supposed to be like... It's an aphrodisiac. Oh, yeah. God, that's doubly disgusting. Just the idea of, like, little snot balls. It's not... Yeah. Oh, no. And then you're supposed to be eating so you get a boner so you can try to hit on one of the waitresses and fuck them. Ew! I... <laughs> Human society! Suddenly, Watchmen.gif, where I'm the blue guy on Mars, saying I want to be separate from the tangle of these human lives. Ah, that's disgusting. But I'm glad to see that yeah. Alice in Wonderland could be the inspiration for such a horrific dining experience. Yeah. Christ. Okay. No, uh, we uh, should have progressed as a society far enough that oysters aren't eaten anymore. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, I really want to stock down some salty, salty, just snot. So, yeah. also, mm. there's a thing about, like, the menu. They go to a restaurant, and on the menu, it's oysters on the half shell. Yeah. Which, I, I was like, okay, well, okay, I, I, I've heard... I've only heard half on the half show when people make Ninja Turtles jokes. Do people eat turtles? The shell... Like they do the clams? Probably. I need to look that up, or is it because I mean I know it's no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now I'm like, okay, at least the half shell thing makes sense with clams, because then oyster. Well, I guess they're oysters. Whatever the fuck. Is there a difference between oysters and clams anyway? Who gives a shit? It's Probably. all fucking. That's not Who the point. Yeah, they're fucking, all gross. These kids are gonna get eaten in about ten seconds anyway. But <laughs> yeah, again, carpenter builds a little makeshift restaurant. They all go in. And then the walrus shoes the carpenter away by asking for some bread or whatever. And once he's out of the room, the walrus is like, Hey, hey oysters, hope you little assholes are into four. The carpenter comes back. The walrus crying because he realized how gross oysters are after he ate them. Yeah, he just vomits all over the place and that's how the cartoon ends. <laughs> little oysters, little oysters. But answer, there came none. For that was scarcely odd because they've been eaten. Everyone! Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty dark because it kind of looked like babies. Yeah. <laughs> Disney well, kind of like made it look like just babies. lets them go, too, at the beginning. It's just like, she's like, ah. I, I guess she has so many kids, and she really doesn't give a fuck anymore. Um, the one thing I did like about this cartoon is that the world they live in is randomly split into night and dark. And the, it's the faces of Tweedledee and Tweedledum, which is just kind of yeah. weird. Just the animation affectation has nothing to do with plot or anything like that. What I thought was kind of cute. And then suddenly their faces turn back into their faces and they're like, the end. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it was, uh, never mind. I was going to quote the poem. No, go ahead. Cares. We're moving on. No, no, no. That's never mind. <laughs> it's some I don't, audio I don't... podcast. If you're never going to quote... If you're ever gonna quote that poem, I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna misremember it and quote it incorrectly because That's fine the, too. the sun was shining and the sky shining with all its might did its very best to make the billows will it, billows smooth right whatever and this was scarcely odd because it was the middle of the night so the oh, sun's so shining what in the sky. To... And it's the middle of the night. I was yeah. gonna ask if that's like a because th I thought that was just a random. Oh, that's interesting. No, so that's I'm how the poem see... starts. I guess it's back in the day when people had actually read the original books, so they could actually put stuff in there and like, okay, that's because the funny thing is, if you're probably ad adapting Alice in Wonderland now, you're probably just roughing off other adaptations. You seem to you're probably not going back to read, read the original source material, or at least you're not expecting yeah. anyone to hold you to the original source material. So it's cool that they have little bits, little details like that. Okay. I'm glad you pointed that out. Ah, I'm glad you're here to our literary expert. Okay. Yeah. I, so, uh, I, the yeah. Then the walrus winked at the carpenter and said, hey, it's an aphrodisiac. But the carpenter, he wants none of that gravy and chases the walrus with his hammer for murdering him for not sharing. Remember, kids, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring is. when you're eating yeah. sentient small children, yeah. And Alice is like, yeah, it's got great moral if you're an oyster. All right, I'm out of here, nerd. <laughs> That's it. The end of that sequence is so, yeah. Yeah. But then the twins start reciting you are old father Williams, and Alice is like, fuck this, and leaves. She comes across a house. It's the White Rabbit's house. I He's saw this. Out. I had sudden flashback, because I had a storybook when I was a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't remember it being, like, necessarily an Alice in Wonderland specific storybook, because, like I said, I don't remember or know much about this, this story or this version of the story. But whatever Disney picture book it had, it definitely had a picture of her grown inside the house. And I remember it being really weird because the house is designed with like a like a hay thatched roof, which is mm -hmm. obviously the kind of designed to kind of look like a woman's hair when she's got her face pressed up against the window mm -hmm. uh, when she's talking to the characters later with her, you know, with her legs sticking out of the doors and everything like that too. And I remember as a kid just seeing that picture out of context, and I was like. Is the roof her hair? Like, obviously, I could see that she, like, this is a little girl who grew, who grew big and filled up the inside of a house, but I was like, did she, like, transform into part of the house? And so the moment I saw the painting of this house, I was like, oh, shit, it's that scene. I hadn't thought about that since I was, like, six years old. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I guess I'm going to get all my answers here. So, yeah, she see, uh, yeah, so it's it's supposed to be the March. Oh, God, this is confusing, too, because isn't there, like, the March hair? There's another. Yeah, but there was a white rabbit. White rabbit. Isn't there like a yeah. red queen, the queen of hearts? Well, the red. Is it? The red queen's from uh, the Looking Glass. Yeah. Wait. Whenever see that's the thing. Whenever I hear about Alice in Wonderland stuff, I always get confused because there seem to be very similar characters. From, I guess either version of the books. And I'm always like, yeah, because like. Pretty sure. And there, I guess there's a mouse and a dormouse. Like, it's kind of confusing, because I don't know the Because I'm sure the March Hare thing is supposed to be, like, it's a crazy bun. No, is the March Hare who's at the... Who's... Done birthday party. Yeah. yeah. So, and the, I'm... Because <laughs> the March Hare, March Hare makes sense, because it would be crazy, because March Hare is supposed to be when rabbits are in heat. So that makes sense. He would be crazy, and he would be stuck with... Oh, okay. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> going. <laughs> Try Keep to going. think That's... out the story. Okay, yeah. Choo-choo that train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> We get that train engine will bite it down real fast. So, yeah, so it's the White Rabbit's he's, house that she suddenly randomly looking, discovered. Shouting for Marianne, who's his his uh, servant. 
He confuses Alice for her, sends her upstairs to get his white gloves. She goes up there and is like, hey, he's got some candy here. I'm gonna fucking eat it. She grows real big. And what did you think was gonna happen, Alice? You dingus? Come on. Yeah, especially since the cookies all say eat me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you already have a preference for this. You already know what's going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just like the, the Red Queen's underwear says that. Eat me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would've been a... I want Disney Plus to put out a special edition where that's the only change. <laughs> when she flips upside down, it says eat yeah. me. Oh, God. So, now she's stuck inside the house as the rabbit runs off, yelling monster. And he comes back with the dodo. And he has a plan. They just need a lizard with a ladder. It's Bill! He got He's like, I'll go up that ladder. But he sees Alice and he's like, no. I, I, I no. No. <laughs> and again, for some dodo. reason, this is the one thing of the same gag I remember from the live-action uh, TV yeah. movie version we watched. But the Dodo carries him up, shoves him down the chimney. That makes the soot fly all over the place, and Alice sneezes, which sends Bill rocketing in there, and... There goes Bill! Bill's dead. Yeah. Which, in the original... I think it's the original story version. She kicks him out of the chimney. Oh, really? Because, yeah. It's funny to think that know, even in 1951, like, Disney's already too worried about violence to not include that. Mm -hmm. Beheadings are fine, but don't kick I, a that's lizard. That's what I'm saying. It's not like people don't get fucked up in this cartoon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what now? Well, the Dodo gets another idea. They'll burn that house down. <laughs> Rabbit doesn't think it's the greatest idea, but he doesn't really try to stop it. And Alice is like, well, I guess this shit's getting serious now. She spots a guard, grabs a carrot. The rabbit tries to grab it and stop her, but she just snags them both and is like, I got to eat something. And she it, chomps down on that crunchy boy. It's weird logic, because she suddenly decides that if she manages to eat some normal food, that'll, add, that'll undo the effects of the giant... Cookie. Wait, didn't she? What's that? <laughs> I don't. Well, good luck trying to fix with the logic of an Alice in Wonderland story, but yeah. She ate a snack, but I thought drinking made her smaller. Yeah, because drinking. Well, it's obviously different between I... the things because, like, yeah, well, like well, that one drink did make her smaller, but then eating the other thing made her bigger. Well, yeah. but then the two halves of the mushroom pie in a bit do different things to her. Yeah. So, like, there's no... I guess this is Wonderland. This is all even, crazy. There's guts not even internal terrorism. consistency to the batshit stuff in this story, which, again, you can't get invested because how the rules uh, work in this universe constantly change from scene to scene. So you're just really just in it just to watch the pretty things happening because you can't even begin maybe to you, uh, get invested in what's going on. Maybe you'd like it better with Pink Floyd playing over oh, it. Jesus Christ. I fucking... <laughs> I fucking hate people, man. I fucking... I so much, that was so much more <laughs> a strong reaction than I expected. I, I probably mentioned this during the uh, Fantasia. Did we... We already did Fantasia, right? Uh, there's an anecdote from, like, one of the Disney animators where someone, like, later after it retired was like, Oh, man, what kind of drugs were you on when you made those movies? There's, those were so fucked up, you had to be totally fucked up to make, like, a Fantasia and Alice in Wonderland. The guy was like, I was on Advil and fucking, uh, fucking Pepto-Bismol. And I just, and like, and like these stupid hippies wouldn't believe that they weren't like on LSD when they made this shit. And it just, <laughs> I don't want to paint people who don't do drugs with a broad brush, but a lot of people who do drugs are fucking stupid as shit. And have <laughs> completely, <laughs> fundamentally lacking in any imagination and the idea that you have to like, blow your brains out with LSD to come up with, like, an interesting idea. 
I just want to kick those people in the fucking yeah. teeth. Like, it's not, it's, oh god, the, the sheer lack of imagination of people who have to turn to drugs to actually artificially induce an animation in themselves drives me crazy. Well, just remember anyway. how uh, uncreative the average person is. Yeah, no, I hate to be like that kind of like elitist fuck, but yeah, I forget like... In a world where, like, like a Chili's commercial, when you're in a world of Marge Simpsons, where potatoes, because I think they're neat, or yeah. like, would you? <laughs> I forget the word. Or would you? Was it when, uh, when, uh, fucking, uh, when, uh, when, uh, what's his face, ugly, ugly kid Joe, opens the restaurant? Why am I not remember? Moses like Mo, <laughs> ugly kid Joe, <laughs> ugly whatever. When he opens the restaurant, what's your reaction to the stuff hanging on the walls? She's like, oh, I couldn't think about that. I couldn't imagine that in a million years. Yeah. I forgot everyone is, most people in the world are Marge Simpson. Because, like, mm -hmm. I, I never fancied myself being a, a specific, like, an, a particularly imaginative person. But then when I see people even more lacking animation than I am, I'm just horrified. It's not even a matter with them that I'm thinking, oh my god. Like, I didn't think there could have... be that many people worse uh, than I am in terms of lacking imagination, but... All you have to do is watch, go on YouTube and look for, like, uh, commercials of local businesses that made it themselves, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, you know what? The thing that should teach me that, uh, like, even even the people who pride themselves on being smart, all you have to do go, to go is look at the Red Letter Media YouTube comments, where those people just keep on re replying the same jokes back to the people who make the jokes. It's just oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's the nature of YouTube comments in general. No, just, just like... Go to Twitter, <sighs> which, you know, you should. <laughs> no, really. Go on Twitter. Says the person who's literally sitting in find, front of Twitter as we're talking, yeah. Find a comedian you really like. Find a oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious tweet that they did, and then look at underneath at how many people are trying to punch up that tweet. Yeah, and it's and they're Or all make it funny or add it's to it. And they're all They're garbage. all trying to workshop the joke. And they're just yeah. making it worse. You know what the funny thing is? I see people... <laughs> I'm choking on my own hatred right here. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, the people... That's why I don't interact with, like, my favorite stand-up comics on Twitter. You don't want to be one of those people, yeah. I don't want to be one of those assholes that, like, yeah, and this time to doodle and boop and do do <laughs> Remember that time you said the thing? I'm just going to tweet that right back at you. Yeah. Oh, God, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, she gets small again. <laughs> what were you talking about? Yeah. Oh, what... Oh, yeah, because she eats the carrot. Okay. The food yeah, does magically just real cancel the magic cookie effect, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, the rabbit notices she's still late to take off running again, and she follows the white rabbit. She's Now she's too little. It just follows him right into a bunch of flowers where she sees a bread and butter fly. I actually, that Rocky made me Horse laugh fly. out loud. I have no idea why, because it's just such a, like, <laughs> a dumb joke. You must have been high, huh? <laughs> blew my mind. But it was cute because at the and it actually it's kind of funny because I was trying to figure out like it's it's it must have been an interesting animation challenge to draw like the hinge joints of the bread because you have the flapping bread but like the bread's gonna bend where it meets the body of the I don't know it's a whole thing but I thought it was a cute visual and I was like that's the one time in the movie where I was like ah gotcha you got me <laughs> I would have never expected that yeah well, yeah where I felt like Marge Simpson where I was like oh my my mind is blown by that. Creativity Ooh. on display on the television mm -hmm. set before me. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there's so a horse flowers. fly. Yeah. Rocking horse fly. <laughs> oh, wait. 
Oh, I think you're making a Rocky Horror joke. And I just no, pictured... it's a rocking horse fly. I just pictured the little bl blonde guy from Rocky Horror on a fly bike going, mm -hmm. The sword of Damocles is over my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we did that movie recently and I laughed. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. Anyway. <laughs> is that on the back of the box? Your quote? That's my full quote, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Giggle, giggle. <laughs> Bill Mudgeon. <laughs> Tardy's party podcast. <laughs> Step into Alice's topsy-turvy world, where things appear to be what they're not, and things that are not appear to be. Based on Lewis Carroll's beloved story, Alice's Adventure in Wonderland is an experience to remember as you share the amazing things she sees and the wonderful friends she meets. There's Tweedledum and Tweedledee, the Walrus and the Carpenter, the Mad Hatter, the March Hare, the Cheshire Cat, the White Rabbit, and many more. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. No time to say hello. Goodbye. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I give myself very good advice, but I very seldom follow it. A very merry birthday. To me? To you. A very merry birthday. For me? For you. Little red butterflies kiss the tulips, and the sun is like a toy balloon. They're a gift up in the morning. Yeah, flowers. We talk, but we also sing. Then they argue about what song they're going to sing, and they decide they're going to sing the Golden Afternoon. I just, I got. Aside from like the, what are those? Uh, the, the small are they pansies, posies? The little kid flowers that are with like the yeah. extra, actual, like actual faces on them. Aside from those that are horrible to look at, all of I really like how creative they got with all the flower designs of making them. That's uh, humanoidish. That's the weird thing with, I guess, the pansies, where they just kind of gave up and said, "Well, I guess we'll just paint faces on the flat." Like, there's no, <laughs> they didn't like mess with like. Because I'm assuming these flowers probably look like some something like real, and they got yeah, they got creative with like, well, yeah. There's there's like a big titted matronly purple flower who seems to be the boss, and I'm like, there's a lot of titties on a flower. I'm like, I feel like I'm playing <laughs> Conquer 64 again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. I fucking hate the faces on the kids. I, that is the worst. Oh, yeah, they're I hate no, it. They're no good. I hate no it. good. Ugh. No, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. And so they start. And she falls down right in the middle of them too. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. Well, she sits down in the middle of them. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the and she sings and her voice cracks because she's filled with terror as these things all look at her. Is that when they turn against her? No, the flowers are like, what kind of flower are you? And she's like, I don't know, I guess I'm a humanist Alice. And the flowers I thought that are like, was the fuck cute, is yeah. an Alice? 
It sure is gross looking. It don't smell very good. The fragrance is bad. And she's like, I'm not a flower. And one of the other flowers is like, I know it. She's a weed. Okay, that, uh, so the flowers all force her out of the garden, wash her away, dump water on her. And she's like, man, I'm going to come back and pick all you assholes. I does, she does say something to the effect that if I were my normal size, I could just kick the shit out of you guys right now. But yeah. Yeah. No time to dwell on that. She notices some smoke floating through the sky ahead in colors. And she finds a caterpillar smoking a hookah. And he says, who are you? Yeah, this is going to be a thing. And then she says, I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> we already get so the joke today. real quick, but this scene's going to go on for another five minutes. Because mm -hmm. as he says, who are you? And like the words are, the letter R and U come out of his mouth. It's like we're watching a Sesame Street cartoon from the 1970s. Yeah, he says, recite! And she starts to recite a poem, but then he's like, no, let me do it. And then he recites something about a crocodile with shiny claws and welcomes his little fishies in with his gentle. It's interesting, she seems to instantly recognize that, so I don't know if that's like a known thing back in like Victorian England. Who the hell knows, man? I don't know. Alice is like, that's not the way I heard it. And he's like, I improved it. And who are you? And she's like, fuck this, and stomps off. So <laughs> he climbs up to the top of his thing he's sitting on. He's like, hey, come back, little girl. I love the idea of a version of Alice where Alice has absolutely no patience for any of this shit. That's she's constantly angry. But if if they can't, if it's if they, they if they're gonna string her along, she just like, gets fucked this, and she just walks off into another vignette. So the whole <laughs> movie's literally only twenty minutes long. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. She comes back and she's like, what do you want, asshole? And he's like, keep your temper. And she's like, really? Really? Can you call me back for that? He's like, hey, what's your problem? And she's like, well, I'd like to be taller for starts. Three inches sucks ass. And then he gets real mad and says he is exactly three inches tall. He's fucking tight as shit. Yeah, it's the guy. And then he smokes a bunch of hookah and gets all enveloped by his smoke. And he changes it into a butterfly. And he tells her one side makes you One side makes you grow taller, one side smaller. The impression of the song? Yeah! Oh, wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then she's like, the other side of what? And he screams, right? An inch from her face. The mushroom, of course. He gets real mad. She's sitting on a mushroom. She grabs one side, and the other side takes a bite of one, causes her to rock up it in trees. Some mom birds start screaming she's a serpent, and she's like, I'm not a serpent. And she's like, yeah, I bet you eat eggs, though, don't you? Well, she's like, she have, yeah. Would she have grown an extra long neck? She has a little bit of a long neck here, but would that be another scene where she like just gets, like, slinky neck? Oh, yeah, that's that's where she oh, okay, does yeah. get all lengthy, yeah. Which that would, I would have been paid to see that. That would have been extra grotesque. Like, like yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's like, I'm not a serpent, but I do eat eggs. And the mom's like, I knew it, and starts screaming some more real annoying, and so she... He's the other side of the mushroom, it shrinks down real, real small. But then she licks the mushroom. I thought that was size. clever. That she mm -hmm. licks the yeah. Yeah, she puts the mushroom pieces in her pocket for later. And then she walks through a forest, runs into a Cheshire cat, who's reciting stuff, and she's like, which way should I go? And he's, Winnie the Pooh says it all depends on where you want to go. Is it the Winnie the Pooh? The, yeah. the White Rabbit sounds familiar, although I don't know if that's just because I've seen clips of the White Rabbit before and I just, uh, just sounds yeah, like himself. But, uh, yeah. He's Smee. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's, man, they really, Peter Pan and this must have really, I know, like, they double up on movies, but they really must have been making just both at the same time then. Yeah, exactly. 
I wonder if half much of the Cheshire Cat got popular just because of his introduction, because when she... He's introduced by she walks into a little clearing in the forest, and his smile just appears first. Which, I don't know if that's how they describe that in the book, but definitely... That I've, does happen. The yeah. other adaptations, because like I said before, I guess the Cheshire Cat became more of a thing after this movie came out and other adaptations, but the way he shows up where it's just a smile first, that is really striking. And that is, I wonder if that's half the popularity of the Cheshire Cat right there, is just from how he shows up. Because when he shows he's mm -hmm. still kind of cute, but he doesn't really do much. He just kind of shows up and spouts more garbage at her. And he's cute. He's got stripes, and the stripes move, and that's cute. He does have stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Like fruit so stripes have... bubblegum. Yeah. He's still... Oh, uh, the flavor that lasts for moments. <laughs> the zebra gum don't last exactly, yeah. You need to buy five packs to make through an afternoon. Oh. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey, you want some gum? And you're like, yeah, as a kid. And they pull out that zebra stripe, and you're like, never mind. <laughs> I might as well just chew my paper on my test in class. For all the help <laughs> you're trying to offer here, you fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so. Oh, oh she's just asking the Cheshire Cat how to sh where she needs to yeah. go to get the yeah. hell out of there. And it and is he's a like, thing. if you want to know, he went that way. And she's like, the white rabbit. And he's like, what? Who? No, I don't know. Is this the scene if, where she says, I don't know, but I just got to get out of here? And he's like, well, if it, if, it, if you don't care where you end up, then what does it matter where you go? Which I thought was a good point. Maybe. I don't I'm not sure yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway. he's, he says, if you really want to know where he went, you should ask the Mad Hatter or the March Hare. Uh, but he's mad, too. But don't worry, because we're all mad here. <laughs> and then he says, yeah. And then after he vanishes, she goes and finds a tea party where the Mad Hatter and the March Hare are singing about a very merry on birthday. And she, they finish their song, and she claps. And, yeah. they say, no room, <laughs> I do like no how room. she claps. She's like, very, yay. Mm -hmm. It's very rude to sit down without being invited. And she's like, I did like your song. And they're like, well, you can stay forward. It's a spot of pee. Come on. Is this the most famous scene from the film? Because this is, the one, oh, this yeah. is the, definitely the one Absolutely. I've seen. The most. Which is funny, because it's not like the animation here is especially crazy, but I guess it's probably just the personality of Ed Wynn. In yeah. cartoon form, that really kind of pushes the movie over. It is a pretty yeah. good matter, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, this is one of the things I, I have seen the original, was it Doug Tenapple? <laughs> Whatever the guy's. His original illustration of the Mad Hatter, where the Mad Hatter's got like a huge head. And they mm -hmm. do, it's, you can see the character design's a little bit influenced by that, by that but not, it's not nearly as grotesque. And I do love, it is a cute, fun scene, and just the singing of the songs, and the tea, and the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Anything with Edwin's gonna be good. <laughs> you can totally tell that like he was like mad living. No, <laughs> ad living. Yeah, he no, he was mad living. They gave him a, yeah, a piece him. of paper <laughs> with a bunch of blank spots, <laughs> spots, and they had him fill it out with adjectives, nouns, and I verbs. I love the idea of like you get to what is supposed to be the craziest part of the movie, and, it's, and they're just literally just playing mad libs, and they're just being so entertained by this. Dime Store 99 cent copy of Mad Libs that they got, and the things that they're choosing for Look, the Look, I Libs. wrote down poo! <laughs> exactly! It's the least imaginative <laughs> stuff possible, but they're just cracking themselves up. I would love to see a person of that, but yeah. But Edwin, yeah. I wrote down butt! You can totally I tell. I wrote down butt and poo! <laughs> <laughs> Delightful! Oh, I would have paid to see Edwin, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> she is poop! I love poop! In <laughs> <laughs> your butthole! Poop in your butthole, yeah! <laughs> Why doesn't... I mean, you know, because 
I was a what's his face did the video of Goofy doing uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Why do we need more like sexual stuff with Edwin's voice in the world? <laughs> you know, a long, 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 long time ago, I wanted to start a series where I would find the worst fan fiction yeah, I could, yeah. and I would read it with various impressions, like. I found a really bad, or somebody found it for me, I don't remember yeah. exactly, a really bad uh, Walking Dead fan fiction. Oh, no. Where it, all, everybody has <laughs> sex. But well, I, yeah, I, and the I read it, I, I read it as Morgan Freeman. Like I read it as Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Gordon Freeman? No, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> the only part, I, the only part I remember, the only part I remember was Glenn getting... <laughs> railed and it, the the line was it, it filled him up like a twinkie <laughs> filled him up like a twinkie uh -huh. wow okay a butt yeah. twinkie yeah yeah As in the sticky twinkie filled him like a twinkie <laughs> like a twinkie like a twinkie god was it terrible because i was thinking gordon freeman <laughs> I was like, isn't that the Gordon Freeman? <laughs> it's just a half an hour silent podcast. <laughs> and then I was like, for some reason, that made me think of the Gordon Fisherman. And that made me mm -hmm. think about it if the Gordon Fisherman fucks, but okay. Oh, you know that, dude fucks. <laughs> That's where he gets all of his fish. He goes, fucks the mermaids, and they give him a fish. Anyway, so shut up. Um, anyway. <laughs> tea Party goes crazy. Tea Party, go crazy. There's, she's like, what the hell's an unbirthday? And they're like, well, you have a birthday, but then you don't have a birthday. And birthday is when you don't have a birthday. Yeah. Every other day, besides your birthday. And she's like, hey, shit, fuck, yeah, it's mine, birthday too. So they could bring her a candle to blow out on a cake, and she does it, and the rocket's in the sky and explodes, and the mouse recites a pull on Twinkle Twinkle Little Bat. Oh, He's I very sleepy. That, yeah. Yeah. They ask her who she's looking for, uh, but then, then instead of listening to her, they need a clean cup, so they move down before Alice can get any tea. And the running joke is she can't get any tea. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they tell her to tell the story from the start, and she was sitting there with Diana, and the March Hare's like, oh yeah, tell me more about Diana, I want to touch myself. And Diana's her cat, and the... the Dormouse freaks out when he hears the word cat, starts running around, so they smear jam on his nose. I don't know if that's an old-timey thing, if that's a I, weird thing, yeah. I don't know. That, well, Who, who's well, to say? Welcome to Alice in Wonderland 101, where it's, yeah, you can't decide if it's old-timey shit or if it's just Disney just goofing off, yeah. Or if it's the books goofing, saying, I smear jam on a mouse's nose, they fall asleep! Did you go away? No, yeah, uh -oh. I just like it. Don't go I just away. like when he gets oh. really quiet for no reason. <laughs> well, that's because I was expecting you to start talking, so I muted myself so I could no, blow my nose. The terrible thing is, I'm just sitting there watching the animation. I love the fact that we're at the craziest part of the cartoon. We have nothing to talk about. It's just like, well, the crazy <laughs> shit happens for another ten minutes. Like I'm literally just like watching it, just trying to think of anything to comment on. But it's just like, well, she keeps. Well, there's a lot she, of work. Tries to tell stuff. her story. Like they keep interrupting. There's not a lot of talk about subject. because it's just yeah, it's a lot of wordplay. It's just a lot of. The Mad Hatter asked, why the raven like her writing that? Any quiet in a podcast where you can make the whoever's listening to it make it think the podcast broke? Is it good? <laughs> yeah. I might, I, if I were smart, I would write down that pause and edit it out, but I might just leave it because I think it's, not, I wouldn't yeah, want to say it's funnier, it. but I like it's, yeah, I don't want to shut up. 
Yeah, but yeah, dude. so there's more stuff. My goodness. She's gone stark raving mad. She's like, fucking, I don't have time for this. So they got, because they're going out, who's got the time? Right, Rabbit comes in saying, yeah, you don't have time, I'm late. Oh, okay, yeah. And so the Hatter takes his watch and it says, of course you're late. This watch is two days. So oh, I think this is the hair. part where Sorry. like uh, Edwin really started riffing and they kept all of it in yeah. because you could actually hear like a production audio of him like rifling yeah. through the script and doing all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. 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 He opens it up, starts working on it. Oh, pouring salt in with a <laughs> yeah. like it's an eyepiece. And That's cute. Spreading only the best butter in it. And yeah, you can hear him tea, with like a, tea. with, a, with a, his prop fork, like or his yeah. prop knife, like slathering butter around. Sugar, it, like, yeah. sugar, yes, sugar, two spoons, yes, two spoons. And he slams the spoons in. <laughs> And jam. Like, oh, I forgot all. I forgot all about jam. Mustard, mustard, mustard. Now let's not be silly. Lemon, that's different. Where'd Sam Raimi come from? It's like crashing there. <laughs> if you listen to the Player One podcast, uh-huh. you get that joke. But yeah, uh-huh. uh, not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. You better, I know. you better I laugh know. with us, or we're gonna put another uncomfortable pause <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> Or we'll just leave in all the ones that you edit out every week. God, yeah, right. All the editing I do to the podcast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> God. So he closes up the watch and it goes mad. Mad watch. Mad watch. So the hair smashes it with a hammer. Two days four. That's what it was. The rabbit says it was an unbirthday gift too. So they throw him out while singing a birthday to you. Alice tries to follow him. But like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to go home. Let's head home. Now we're in the end so- game. Yeah, I do like the part. There's the a bird that's just a pair of glasses that lands on her face, and she sees another bird that's that the face is a mirror, and she's she says, "No, no, no more nonsense." Oh, like, that's <laughs> come on, man. I just yeah. I mean, we have hit the kind of the climax of the movie, and everything after this is just kind of like a come down. But like, yeah, I kind of like yeah. She's like, oh, you know, I've had my fill. Literally, figuratively, yeah. I need to get the mosey on home. She keeps walking, seeing various strange birds, comes on uh, here, the all different types of weird shit. Eventually comes across some writing on signs, don't step on the momraths. She, uh, she does say, what the fuck is a momrath? And it's a bunch of fuzzy little things on two legs it's with like eyes something that pop from up. Sesame Street, yeah. Yeah, run past her making an arrow on the ground that leads to her path. She's hype as shit, starts running on the path, even though she doesn't know where it leads, but it leads somewhere. But there's a dog with a broom for it's a face. Transporter. It's it up. It's transporter accident Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> Which is alarming because it's obviously just Pluto with like a broom for a face. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he's uh, between his face and his tail. He's he's just uh, brushing away the path that uh, Alice is trying to follow on. Yep. Yeah. So now she's all alone, lost in the woods, yeah. and she's like, "The best advice is to stay where you are, and someone finds me. But who would look for me here?" Then she sings a song all about advice and shit. I don't know; it's completely forgettable. It's her I... "Animals in the Woods" song. That yeah, she sings. and it's, it, this is kind of like yeah, her like the, the the lowest point she reaches in the movie. She yeah. is alone in the woods, and it's getting dark, and she's just surrounded by batshit craziness. And I do like the song is about her not taking her own good advice. Which I kind of mm-hmm. like. She kind of treats herself as a smarter companion that she keeps ignoring. And but yeah, like if she hadn't fucked the prince, the giant <laughs> wouldn't step on her in the next. You know, scene. actually, the fact that I, I think part of the reason I kind of like like this movie better than I think I should is because of the fact that there is no romance interest. I just realized mm. in this. So at least she's not pining over a boy. 
and she's not like throwing a fit. She's just kind of yeah. just tired and tired of her, even her own bullshit, which I kind of appreciate too. So it's it's a little bit of an existential angst here from Alice in the middle of this, but yeah. yeah. She sings, now it's time to leave the woods. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. Well, that's that, that's almost like the same part in the same story, yeah. She's just do into the woods sometimes, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, yeah. Or at least one part and then later the other part, because, man, I can't do a 60-hour That play. is, I finally got my housemates to, not that I was really browbeating them with it, but, like, they had been talking about wanting to see Hamilton for a while. But we watched mm -hmm. the first act, which is, like, an hour and a half, and we essentially treated that as a movie. And then a couple days later, we're like, yeah, do you, th you think we've built up our interest enough to go back and finish the second half? Because it's a... Yeah. I, well, the first time I saw End of the Woods, <clears throat> I was astonished to find out that there was a second act, because the thing ends, <laughs> and it's two hours long, and I was like, oh, that was a good story. And suddenly it's like, intermission, I'm like, how is there more of this story? Also, what we just watched was two hours long, and they're like, no, 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 we got another two hours <laughs> coming. I'm like, holy shit. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, another act with 100% less wolf dick. <laughs> slightly less wolf dick. God damn. Actually, I'm gonna write that down. Into the woods. Not that we have to do that anytime soon, but into the woods. Yeah. The good version. Anyway. And I totally. <laughs> uh -huh. I somehow managed to misspell woods. The, yeah, you did it. The good version broken into two halves. So, all the animals fade away into nothingness as the moon floats down. And it's the Cheshire Cats. Oh, okay, yeah. Animal oh, well, this is the whole. This is actually the end of the story, actually, practically. Yeah. Alice is like, I'm done with rabbits. I want to go home. I can't find my way, which makes sense because all ways here are the Queen's ways. Alice says she ain't met no queen, and uh, the cat says, Yeah, you got, you gotta meet her. You could go this way, or you could go that way, but you probably won't go this way. And he pulls in a branch, the door opens in the tree, and she's standing there, looking into a hedge maze. And she goes in, where she finds a whole bunch of playing cards painting the roses red. They're supposed to be red, but they planted them white, and if they don't paint them, they'll lose their heads. Heck yeah, make that. Beheading of living beings as whimsical as you can, Disney. Get ready for a lot of playing cards in the rest of this movie oh, yeah. in the next 20 minutes. And watch Disney animate the fuck out of some playing cards. Because that couldn't have been they, easy, too. As, because As they announce the queen and they all come marching in and Lots walking of... and spinning. And, this is where they really blew their, their, their pencil mileage allocation because mm -hmm. it's just like... Oh my god. Like, it's uh, definitely the most visual. Like, there's especially one part where the uh, bunch of red heart cards kind of, like, travel together in a circle and they're casting shadows. And they kind of split off in other colors of cards and just, like... It's really just Disney going full Fantasia again. In terms this of, like, the, the effects point. and just effort and everything expended here, you know? This is the point in the Pink Floyd album where the music syncs up to the <laughs> marching of the cards. Is there actually... Is there one of their albums supposed to sync up to Alice in Wonderland? Oh, that yeah. Okay, that's the big thing. Because uh, I know uh, people talk it? about Wizard of Oz, but yeah, um, I can't remember. It's got a name that the fans dubbed it, but I can't remember what it's oh, called. I'm sure. Right now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, that's definitely the most visually interesting part of the movie is the whole card stuff. But unlike unlike the Wizard of Oz, where you you know you had the ends halfway through, I think the running time is supposed to go the well, entire movie. Well, this movie, movie is the... only like like seventy minutes long because it's a Disney yeah. animated feature from the Golden Age. So yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. yeah, it's barely like over an hour long. Yeah. So so all the cards show up, and the rabbit comes in just in time to announce the queen and the king. Hooray! I do like the king's like just a little dude. Yeah, he's a little guy. 
Yeah, and she, the queen notices right away somebody's been painting her roses red. Who's been painting her roses red? And car the cards immediately just flip on each other. And they're like, it's him! No, it's him! They got yeah, no chill. Yeah, the cards flip on each other, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, the queen is the most, like, fucking... Oh, Again, her character <laughs> design. She's like Roseanne Barr in cartoon form. Which mm. I still can't, can't believe they had a Roseanne Barr cartoon that killed Disney animation with film on the rain. But yeah, she's just this most big mouth butt, big butted, just bleh, with like stringy black hair, just like mm -hmm. unappealing. And this seems like every character of every, of every, like whenever comedians talk about their mothers in laws, this seems to be <laughs> like what their kind of like visualization of what they describe their awful mothers in laws acting and looking like. Oh, uh, mother in laws for hack comedians and mad magazines to make jokes about for 50 years. Seriously, yeah, that's one of the things I'm like, I'm trying to catch up on Miss Maisel. And like all the other comedians, that's not Miss Maisel. That, that 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 that's their cue. Is that like another Texas Avery cartoons? Yeah, that's that's. Hmm. And the cause got a special spot for the mother-in-law. I guess that was like the default of comedy for a century. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. So. Shit uh, happens! It's just random stuff. She says off with their heads, and yeah. everybody cheers like crazy and sings. It serves them right for the roses should be red. It's like, damn, man, that's cold blooders. And Alice is like, damn, that's fucked up. And the queen's like, who the hell are you? And the king's like, oh, it's a little girl. After some conversation, the queen asks her if she plays croquet. And Alice is like, well, yes, I am British after all. Hmm. So they prep the game where the clubs are flamingos and the balls are hedgehogs. I thought that was cute. And the queen tries to smack the shit out of her hedgehog, but misses. But he knows better. And he says, gotta go fast! And starts running really fast and tearing it up as the cards jump through, yeah. jump in the way of him. So we'll go through them. Things get very Trumpy and with everything, everybody falling <laughs> over themselves to kind of like change things to appease this you know, evil monarch that's going on. But yeah. The um. cards cheer after her turn ends and she goes for a second hit. And when she does, all the cards line up except for one who's frantic and he doesn't get there in time. He lands on his face and it's off with his head. I wonder how much anxiety this gives little kids because if they're they're kind of reading like the queen as kind of being the mom character and she's like mm. threatening to uh, quote unquote kill all the kids like i could see if like if you grew up with like an overbearing mom this whole sequence would just give you fucking hives because yeah she's just yeah. threatening to kill everybody and then it's alice's turn but her flamenco is so silly <laughs> shenanigans it flies around and yeah she can't wrestle it down and kicks her in the stomach which tickles her yeah it is funny because like it's actually the actress like laughing like not in a like yeah. a performance way, but I could totally tell that like somebody somebody must have been tickling her on the audio in, in in the recording booth or something. But yeah, yeah. She grabs it by the throat, hits the fuck out of that hedgehog, sending gold rings flying everywhere. And then back to the queen's turn. The Cheshire Cat shows up on her ass and is like, "Hey, girl, you having fun?" And Elsa's like, "No." But he couldn't hear her because his ears hadn't appeared yet. And he's like, pardon? And she's like, not at all, thank you. And the queen's like, what the fuck are you talking about, girl? And she's like, I'm just talking to the cat. But he keeps vanishing and appearing elsewhere. Making Alice look crazy. And the queen tells her if she loses her temper, she loses her head. So the Cheshire cat is like, hey, hey. Check this shit out. <laughs> when she goes to swing her club, he hooks the flamingo's beak under her dress so she flips herself upside down and shows off her panties to say eat me <laughs> that would have been amazing 
<laughs> and then the then Cheshire I'll... Cat shows up, smiles, licks his thumb, and sticks it up her butt. Mm-hmm. Then mm -hmm. he with a big old lick root pop. All the cards freak out, surround her. And then she busts out of there. The queen does the same fucking, I want that head, give me that head. But her husband's like, hey, how about a trial? Just a little one? So she pats him on the head and is like, oh, all right. So the trial starts. We get a lot of Alice's trial about how trials cool. in a crazy world with logic makes no sense. Get extra stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think in the book, this is actually a trial for the knave king or the... Knave of Hearts, he stole some tots all on a summer's day. Oh, is that where that's from? Yeah. Uh, okay, but so Alice's so. not even actually directly involved in this. She's just, like, watching all that shit happen? Yeah. yeah well, well I... she does object and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, it's smarter to make Alice the center of the tent, because it's her story, you know? She can't, mm -hmm. like... Alice is already kind of a passive enough character, uh, which I think that's kind of the thing I like about Alice. Like, she, she's... Well, again, in terms of her character, at least she's willing to, like take herself out of situations like you got to keep the story moving along so she's like quickly gets her fill and moves from what like she's not totally she's not as passive as she could be so yeah trial starts up alice's crime is making the queen lose her temper she wants that girl to lose her head but the king wants to have some fun he wants to call some witnesses so they call the march hare he knows nothing and nothing whatever and that's very important and alice is like unimportant you mean alice what are you doing shut up you're on trial you gotta lose your head come on yeah the Dormouse is called. He says, Twinkle, Twinkle. Great, fantastic. Then they call the Mad Hatter. He mentions it's his own birthday, and then it's mentioned it's the Queen's own birthday, and they all sing. She gets a cake, it changes to, to a hat she can put on top of her crown, and then that hat changes into Cheshire Cat. I like how bored and just uninterested Alice is, and she can't be bothered with her own trial. Oh, there's She's a certain like, part. Is, is it with the ch when the Cheshire Cat shows up, she like does a total facepalm? Like cartoon yeah, like that, animated yeah. gif worthy face palm, where she's just mm -hmm. she's just done with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Her emotions mirroring that of the audience. <laughs> yeah. The queen is like cat, and that makes because it also points it out and says, "There's the cat." The queen freak that makes the dormouse freak out, and the, they need jam, and that gets slapped in the queen's face. And and the, while the chaos is happening around, she gets under a piece of fabric or something, and the king is trying to kill the mouse and hits her on the head with a mallet. And she bursts out of there, and uh, both the mallet and the jam end up in Alice's hands. The queen is about to say off with her head, but Alice remembers she got mushrooms in her pockets and shoves them both in her mouth, and then she gets real big. But then there's some law about, you know, member of the court must get taller than a mile high or whatever, yeah. I don't know. She's like, I'm not a mile high, and the cards yeah. try to stab her in the ankles, and that doesn't do anything. And, mm -hmm. and yeah. she's like, oh, poo, I scare you fools. And then uh, she starts... <laughs> berating the queen, saying what a piece of shit she is. But while she does that, she's shrinking back down to normal size, and the queen's like, hey, what were you saying? And the Cheshire Cat appears and is like, well, she said you're a fat piece of shit, you garbage woman. <laughs> so she screams off with her That's a great, if the Cheshire Cat's gonna really make his appearance known to the queen, that's a great moment to do it, yeah. Yeah. Oh. She screams off with her head, and then a chase happens, and all the animators break their hands, drawing all these cards. Oh, God, so many cards. Oh, Jesus H. Christ, yeah. They run back and forth between some bushes, and Scooby-Doo's there, too, running through the bushes of Shaggy. it's fucking yakety sacks. It's all that shit going mm -hmm. on, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, 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 it's the Venture Brothers opening credits. Mm -hmm. It's everything, yeah. yeah. 
she's running around the, the dodo race, dives into some tea with the Mad Hatter, gets smoke blown at her by a caterpillar, dives for a doorknob, it's all the dream stuff, and it's still locked, and she's like, I gotta get out, and he's like, oh, but you are out, you're outside, and then she looks through the mouth, and she's sleeping under a tree, so she's like, hey, Alice, wake up, Alice, and everything's getting closer, and they all go gargle, 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 and then she just wakes up. It's in, it's, they did some real nice shading on her when she's under the tree. It is weirdly, it's the most amount of shading they've ever done to a character in a Disney movie yet. Where it's almost, yeah. it almost, it almost looks like a paint-by-numbers painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess they really wanted to sell fact, like, like, okay, she's back, is she's in a fleshy world again. She's actually real. Yeah. I, I kind of wish there was a little more... The, the transition, uh, the fact that it's all, I don't even necessarily mind the fact that it's all a dream, but if they had, had, like, if she had done something to get out of Wonderland rather than just, like, she's about to get attacked and the moment they're about to catch up to her, she suddenly just kind of, like, everything just kind of blurs and wakes up. I wish there'd been an extra little something there at I the end where she think, did something. Don't, don't quote me on this, but I, I'm pretty sure in the original, the cards, like, wave over her like a big cascading wave and uh she wakes up to leaves falling on her i think like yeah even like uh, preferably i would have wished she had done something to kind of wake herself up or to done something or if they hadn't done that at least done some kind of interesting transition and the way Mm. it is now it is very much like 1960 sitcom wayne's world suddenly like yeah they catch up to her and everything blurs out and she wakes up and she's she's a uh, paint by numbers painting that's it I w- for disney animation it seems like could have done something a little more interesting there but whatever it gets us out of the story and suddenly little women sisters yelling at her yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like what are you and she's louise come on it's time for tea and then <laughs> over the hill or here or there is that your impression i of- wonder where <laughs> then it's, then it, what is does Ace's lyrics, guys? Yeah, Alice I know. <laughs> Over the hill or here or there, I wonder where. I, okay. They had better not paid any money for those lyrics, because seriously, yeah. this the chorus could have just been making that up as they were go- All 20 people could have just been like, uh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Like, <laughs> Just... At least have Ed Wynn sing it at the end. Oh my god, that was amazing. Oh, Alan! You left your panties behind! I wonder where! That would have been great. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. They just kind of walk off to get like some coffee at McDonald's and that's the yeah. end of the story. And there's end. Actual, I think this is the first time we've actually seen like end credits in a Disney yeah, movie. It, it just doesn't smash out to time. the end. Because there was Edwin was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be in this movie unless you put me in the credits." I want my name on the big screen. Um, and you know, I'm a little horrified by the fact that some of the font choices in the credits are—they're kind of using a font that's very much like the Mary Poppins font, which means we're within striking distance of Mary Poppins. Which that's mm. the whole reason to me that Disney ever existed as a company in the first place. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's Alice in Disney's Wonderland. whole existence is so you can get horny over Mary Poppins. <laughs> exactly, so I can just orgasmically come for two hours when we finally get the Mary Poppins. God, have we never talked about Mary Poppins? Like, there's no uh, reason, because we've both seen Mary Poppins, but... Yeah. Um, but that hasn't stopped us from talking about dumb shit before. No. And then if you're watching in Disney+, Plus, it automatically kicks you out to the, Alan, the Tim Burton movie version, of course, because Disney's horrible. How long is that? Is that like... 220 or something no, it's ridiculous. No, 150. That's all it is. is it? Yeah, okay. it's normal. It must just feel I, like 5 hours. I got a beef with Disney Plus cuz 
Uh, now that WandaVision has started up, that's got me watch going back and re-watching all the Avengers movies. Just the core Avengers movies. But mm -hmm. uh, I managed to sit through both Age of Ultron and Civil War yesterday, and I was horrified to see that when you finish Age of Ultron, which is the second Marvel movie, it automatically kicks you into Infinity War, which, yes, is technically the third Avengers movie, but it skips over Civil War, which is technically just the third Captain America movie, but is practically in spirit the third Avengers movie. And that's what they should be directing to you instead, because all kinds of shit goes down that sets you up for the Infinity War. Disney Plus, what the fuck are you doing? But what are you doing? Although I guess what else is they're they gonna... Like, if you just finished watching Alice... Alright, here, you bitch about that, I'm gonna pee. No, I was gonna say, of course they're gonna out. dump you into... Because it's not like there's that okay. many versions of Alice in Wonderland Disney has, you know, so buddy out. And okay. I forgot, I guess they made a sequel. Yeah, go pee, go do your thing. Okay, you do your thing. I could talk, you know what I mean? I, could, I, I forgot they made a sequel to Alice in Wonderland? Like, eight years later, directed by someone else that no one saw? I just remember seeing the commercials where Borat is dressed like a clock. And he's like, time is against you, Alice. And I'm like, oh, no. And yeah, no, it's funny how well that Alice in Wonderland Tim Burton version movie did. Because that totally, like, if that hadn't been so successful, they hadn't, they, like, you wouldn't have gotten, like, Snow White and the Huntsman. Which, <laughs> there were, like, multiple movies of that. Like, there was definitely this weird, like, gold rush to, like, duplicate the success of Alice in Wonderland. And I'm sure, like, even stuff like Doolittle that came out last year, which again, nothing to do with Disney, but like, there's definitely like this gold rush to like cash in on the success of like, kind of like grim, dark All live right. action fantasy bullshit, so. Talking about Tim Burton? Yeah, talking about Tim Burton, just like yeah, the, the, the other movies that came in the wake of the live action uh, Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, so, yeah, so Disney Plus, I th I'm assuming our next Disney Plus is either going to have to be Either me, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's enough shorts, I think there's more than enough shorts to do one more uh, shorts uh, episode. Yeah. So I guess that'll either be our next to the last shorts episode, or what else, or there's, we have to decide if we want to do Ro uh, Robin Hood. Is that um, the next thing? Oh, I would assume either of those two things would be our next Disney for the decades. Our next episode is going to be my choice, but... But in terms of the yeah, next yeah. Disney Plus, yeah, I think we're going to hit. I'm assuming it's going to be shorts or... Oh, yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah I think it's shorts. Oh. Yeah, and I think... I don't know. I, I can't remember where we left off with the shorts. Do we... Uh, I can tell you because I took notes on them because we were supposed to do two episodes, but I never declared that with you, so that's when we recorded the one. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That was like two months ago already. Jesus Christ, shit's gone down since then. Yeah, there's... Uh, let's see. How many shorts are there? I know this is not fascinating podcasting, but... Yeah, I'm constantly trying to figure out, like, the near future of the Disney Plus. So there's Barely Asleep, Busy Bear, that's two... Uh, dun, 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 Grand Canyon... I think it's Corn Chips, is what I think is our next I one. know Corn... You know, I think Corn Chips is the one I watched and we didn't talk about, or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like... Corn Chips, Trick or Treat... Uh, let's stick together. Pluto's party. Lambert the sheepish lion and Pluto's Christmas tree. Those would be the next six. Yeah, oh, okay. unless they added more, which is quite possible. That's what I'm too. looking through now. I don't think they've added more. So yeah, we've got about two more, and after that, there's Don's Fountain of Youth, New Neighbor, Simple Things. That's three. Dragon Around four. 
Beezy Bear. Wait. No. Beezy Bear barely sleeps. So there's six. There are 12 more shorts left. So that means there's exactly six. Uh, there's exactly enough episodes to justify two more shorts collections. That that will be it for us. I gotta stop looking ahead because I see stuff like the Shaggy Dog, and I'm like, maybe we made a mistake. <laughs> Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, you know what? That's what we start doing. We start doing Ralph Bakshi through the decades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I I was watching my, my housemates and I, we were watching WandaVision. For some reason, the conversation started to th turn towards. I think there was a name of an Iranian person in the credits for WandaVision. And my housemate, she's Iranian. And the conversation somehow started talking to Ralph Bakshi. And she's like, Bakshi? He was like, oh, she was asking if he's Iranian, and me and JoJo were just both like, who gives a shit, Ralph Bakshi does what <laughs> cares what one nationality cares, is. sucks. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, but that was Alice in Wonderland. Uh, oh, God, I still want... I really are... Our future course of our lives were, were kind of like molded by the day you had me come into your house and we watched the Wizards <laughs> together. Oh, yeah. God. You know what? That might have to be our last Tardy of the Party, because since that was the first thing we ever watched together, that'll have to be our last project we ever do for Tardy of the Party. Mm. I oh, thought it God. was going to be the one movie that you've Booty been... Booty Tang! You... Yeah! You know what? The, Targets you, you can You love the trailer so much. <laughs> well, you know what? If you want... That could be my choice, and then your project could be a fucking wizard. We can't not watch Wizards again. We barely got it through the first time. This movie's so fucking bad. Fucking Ralph Bakshi, suck my dick from outer space, <laughs> motherfucker. God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that was Alice in Wonderland. I Alice think it's still fine. No, it's fine. Uh, I liked it more than I thought. Just because I liked Alice as a character, because she's just like, yeah, she she gets filled up on people's bullshit pretty quickly, which I appreciate. Mm. Yeah, there's no story there. It is just... Yeah. It's essentially a tech demo for Disney Animation for two hours. Not yeah. even two hours, like an hour and like 70 minutes. Or No, wait, no. An hour is 70 minutes. Wait, show, show me the hour blueprints. Hour is 60 minutes. Show me the, all the blueprints. What am I talking about? Time I is no weird. Idea. Time is uh, weird. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's... Uh, what am yeah. I doing next? I don't know. Man. Oh, that's uh, the other thing, because WandaVision... My housemate was like, oh, who's that guy? And I was like, which guy? And she's like, she's the, he played Chaucer in the movie with the knights. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she was like, oh, a knight's tale. You need to talk about knight's tale on your podcast. And which that has actually been something that's been on my list. I could mm. do knight's tale next. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking about cheating. Have we done a documentary yet on the podcast? Yeah, what we, we did. Do? We did. Uh, um, yeah, okay. It's uh, that uh, memorable, uh, huh? No, no. I'm trying to remember the name of it. The the well, uh, rock well, fire well, explosion. Oh, okay, we did. Okay. And yeah. we also did what we do in the shadows. What's that? We also did what we do in the shadows. That documentary. <laughs> yes, that documentary about the vampires. Yes, that's true. We have done two documentaries on the podcast. Uh, thank you for reminding me of that. Did that just make me laugh way harder than anything else today? Uh, <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. Uh, I was like, oh, is there a documentary about what we do in the shadows? I was like, no, that's right. Because um, I was thinking about... No, what we do in the shadows. The documentary about New Zealand vampires. <laughs> that was a good documentary. Uh, well, again, because we're in the middle of January, it's the bleakest time of year, and I'm thinking about comfort food. And I did have a good time talking about peanuts last week. That got me thinking about two documentaries that I always rewatch as comfort food. 
uh, sometimes, uh, one of which is uh, Tilt. No, 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 no. There's two, uh, there's two documentaries about pinball out there. One is boring, one is good. The bad one is called Tilt. The good one about pinball that I like to rewatch as comfort food is called Special When Lit. And I was thinking about maybe doing that for the podcast. Do you have any interest in pinball? I've always liked pinball. I one of my goals is to have a pinball machine, but then I think about the upkeep and yeah, everything about that. I'm like, yeah, and special one lit is just a documentary, not just like all about pinball, but it's it's more specifically about pinball dying. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but it does talk about kind of like the origins of pinball and how it got outlawed and how it got brought back, and then they do do talk to bo- both a bunch of people who make pinball tables and a bunch of people who collect pinball tables. And maybe we'll do that. That'll just be kind of interesting. Even though I've seen it before, I'm kind of curious to see what your your what how you would react to that outfit. I think I have a copy of that. I can throw it to you too, so you don't have to hunt it down. So maybe maybe we'll, we'll do special when lit next mm. week. And I think it's on YouTube. It's definitely on iTunes. Um, yeah. So it's 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 it's. I don't want to talk it out because like not an amazing documentary, but be kind of curious to talk about. It's also kind of it's like a decade old. So mm-hmm. some of the information stuff may be out of the day. I should look up and see where a lot of the people from that thing, that documentary ended up in the last decade. But yeah, maybe we'll do special with Lit just as a, I don't know, just an ex- as a little experiment. Um, yeah, because I think the Rock of Fire explosion was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as an episode, I don't know, like I, the documentary itself was fine, but. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely of that same kind of caliber documentary, except just instead of Rock of Fire Explosion about pinball stuff. But yeah, maybe we'll do that, so. Okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Monkey Pants. Yeah, I was asked to wonder that. She got big and small, and we watched it all. Yeah, there's gotta be a lot of fetish art about that now that I think about it. Mm. I should go to DeviantArt. No, I shouldn't. I should never say that out loud. No, no, never have to go to DeviantArt. No! No! Especially for artwork of, like, a 13-year-old girl. That's true. God, yeah. Yeah, I forgot how Lewis Carroll was supposedly a pedophile, too. That's one of the things I got to read oh, last night. I was like, oh, jeez. That was uh, <laughs> some great trivia on this Disney movie yeah. on IMDb. Oh, God. The, uh, totally about the movie. The sexuality of author Lewis Carroll and how or if it affected his Alice novels has been a much-discussed topic. Carol enjoyed spending time with young girls, photographed them in various poses, sometimes involving partial nudity, and was generally interested in juvenile feminine beauty. Some of his biographers have suggested his interest was sexual in nature, though there is no way to confirm it. Why well, just kind of don't put that trivia on that's the Disney Alice of Wonderland? That's welcome to the world of Disney fans, who have no idea what's appropriate or what's not to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Oofadoo. That's the the problem with Disney being such an escapist thing for people, is that you get all kinds of people who are looking for escapism, and they don't understand that, like, okay, maybe not everyone wants to read about pedophiles when they're just looking at trivia about your goddamn cartoon. But, yeah, so... Anyway, a similar thing with J.M. Barry, too, so... We'll talk about that sort of later, too. Uh, yeah. All so right, well, on that up land. note, one song <laughs> that... makes you bigger. I'm not going to put that music on the podcast. No, 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 never do that. no, no, Bill. no, no, <laughs> no, I, I feel like I've heard that enough times in my life. Jesus Christ. Unless I got to find a funny kazoo fail version. <laughs> <laughs> That's always worthwhile. But yeah. But yeah, we'll be back yeah. next week. I guess we'll be talking about pinball, I guess. And then we'll come back and we'll do some Disney shorts again after that. And then after that, we'll talk about 
Yeah. Woo. So, uh, until next time, you fill your whole pop culture. We're getting out of here. We're going to go smoke some hookah, eat some mushrooms. I swear to God, there's one shot where he's spitting the tea into the cup rather than vice versa. Now that was... Yes, we gotta go! Yes, we'll see you later! Oh, oh, oh.